Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to a Friday edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Jordan, how's it going? Going pretty good, man. Doesn't that song get you going? Not only does it get me going, but I saved this for the first uh, part of the podcast. 60 seconds ago, breaking news. Five-star wide receiver Hakeem Williams chooses the... Florida State University over A and M over Miami and over Bama. Woo! That's that's a win win for both of us. Yes, <laughs> I, I can't. I hate seeing more five stars committing to Texas A and M. It is my biggest pet peeve of seeing that because I mean, hey, congrats, Joe. That's a big what position? Wide receiver. Can't have enough of those. No, no. What a good way to start. Yes, what a good way to start. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we might as well just start with some college football this week. Yeah, we got some pretty big games this week. We got some Friday night games. Uh, these are fucking ugly. Uh, these are not attractive games. I think I see Boise State and UTEP, and you know how I feel about UTEP. Boise State isn't great either. No, really a a fall from grace for them. I think we have Syracuse, or Virginia at Syracuse. Syracuse is a nine and a half point favorite. I don't really know what to do with that game. Uh, I think you go to ten and a half and maybe take the road dog. See, that's kind of my thought. I think if you were to, if you're forced gun against your head, Virginia ten points is still pretty good. I think this will be a close game. I just don't feel comfortable taking it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, ugly fucking Friday. Do you even want to take picks, or do you just want to go straight to Saturday? The only thing I do want to mention is, uh, didn't we have Nevada on our list of like the bottom five uh, teams in college football, and like always bet against them? I'm pretty sure he did, right? One hundred percent. But also all, in the bottom five. But also they some. <laughs> I was going to say, but also apparently Nevada's two and two. I. <laughs> they are two and two, but they've also played school of the blind and the deaf. <laughs> and barely covered against those kids, so that's why I'm not. Okay, but Air Force is just as bad, and I don't like betting against the military. I'm a good American. <laughs> uh, simple enough there. So I mean, Air Force minus twenty four. I truly don't even know if they can score that many points. That's kind of the big thing there. Yeah, I'm already looking at the team totals. Nevada has ten as their team total over under. <laughs> Wow. I don't feel great about it. That, that's pretty ugly. Uh, yeah. Once again, very unattractive games. Yeah, we'll just pass on that. Let's just move skip on ahead. The first, the first one there on uh, Saturday, though, looks pretty uh, tasty. It is. Uh, so the way I kind of set up my picks, I try to pick at least five to six favorites. Try to pick five to six dogs. Five to six totals. And I usually kind of do a prop parlay, you know, one little lottery ticket for everybody. A little tease. A little little teaser. But yeah, first game we have on the book is a Big 12 Conference matchup. We have Baylor going to Ames, Iowa to play Iowa State. Iowa State is minus two and a half point favorites. 
The over-under on this game is going to be 45. Any thoughts on this? Well, first of all, 11 a.m. kickoff, gross. Uh, second, I, I'm pretty sure Iowa State is not that friendly of a place to play. It is a tough place to play. Uh, it's actually like from my, my big experience Texas playing there because yeah. we've had our pretty big upsets in Ames. Not a huge fan, but I mean, but ba- we. I think Baylor's a decent team. I think they're two field goals away from being three and zero. Two made field goals in that BYU game. So the points are pretty tasty here. It, this is actually one of my dogs. I selected them. Take it to three and a half and take Baylor. I actually don't even mind the two and a half. I might do a sprinkle on the money line. Ooh. So that being said, and this is the reason why I'm picking this, these Cyclones are one and five against the spread at home versus winning teams. Mm-hmm. Baylor, and this is another pick I have, is the under on this. We're at 45. I had it at 46 earlier. When Baylor is following up a against a spread win, a straight-up win, a conference game, a road conference game, they're like 8-0 with the under. Interesting. Iowa State's not a good scoring team, but that being said, I really do think the over-under, probably more value on the under, 46.5 for 46. Yeah, we're, we're at 46 right now. So that's my two picks within this first game right off the bat. Interesting. Uh, looks like it just updated to 45 and a half, too. <laughs> just moving, moving, moving. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Any thoughts on that? I think I uh, the only thing for me is I, I, I just like the, the Baylor plus three and a half. Yeah, by a point B, what does that turn into? 135? Yeah. It's an extra 20 cents you're adding on to it. I'm okay with that. I, I really do feel like Baylor's going to go in and flat out win. Um, so, yeah, I'm cool with the points. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Should be good to go there. Uh, next game. Also kind of a very lopsided matchup we got here. We got the Kent State going into Athens, Athens Georgia. Kent State, no, they played um, Oklahoma already. They played Oklahoma, if you remember. That was the 33-3 game. That was much closer than what the scoreboard says. Yes. Uh, Kent State going into Georgia. Georgia is a 45-point favorite. Mm. The over-under on this is 62. Interesting. Don't know how I feel about that. So, it's not up yet. At least on this book, but I know on FanDuel, I'm pretty confident whatever number you get this at, I if you are going to take, I would recommend bet, betting Georgia in general. The 45 seems like a lot because of the second half. Georgia's okay. not that team that puts up, runs up the score and puts up 70. No. They get a good 40-point lead, and then they put in the backups, and you kind of hope for the best. And that's where, I don't know, you can kind of get backdoor covered in garbage time by Kent State. I would take whatever the Georgia first quarter or first half is. I believe I saw first quarter was minus 13 and a half on FanDuel Sportsbook. I could definitely see it being 21 to nothing by first quarter. Correct. So that would be my pick. Take the first quarter, first half if you have the option for that. Because it should be, it literally should be a 40 point beat down or 38 to 40 points at half. I just don't know how the second half is going to be. So if you're going to put your hard-working, invested money into this, 
<laughs> Might as well take the first half. If you're going to withdraw from the Bama 401k, 401k fund. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's going to be the smart bet there. Uh, I'd also lean the under. Georgia seems to beat the shit out of teams and then not score. So, and that's that defense is disgusting. I don't think they've let up a touchdown yet, or they may have given up one against South Carolina in three games. So, the under at 62, I would definitely take a hit, a, a bet on that. Probably just a simple half unit, one unit play. Okay. Oh, man, this next one's a treat. Uh, <laughs> Maryland Turpins at the Big House, number four, Michigan. Another 11 a.m. kick. Really, there's we got a lot of 11 a.m. kicks, Joe. This is Texas. Uh, we're not on the East Coast. It's too early. Too early. I know. Imagine being on West Coast. 8 a.m. kicks. Or what is that? 9 a.m. kicks. 9 a.m. kicks. Nope. Yeah. No, no, it's good. It's an old day drinking day. If you're heading on West Coast time. Uh, that being said, we have Maryland. They're what is that? 17 points. 17 point dogs going into Ann Arbor. The over under on that is. 64 and a half. 64 and a half. I have nothing on this. I I don't like betting against two his little brother. He seems to fuck me over every time I do bet against him. <laughs> Just like his brother? Just like his brother. It seems to run in the jeans there. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I knew more about Maryland. I feel like I understand Michigan as far as what they're capable of. I don't understand anything about Maryland. I don't know who they played, how they got to three and zero. Were they the team that played Northwestern in Ireland or something? This no, time? that's the Nebraska. Okay, no, no, no. that was just the start of the Nebraska shit show. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this will be a good one to to watch. Um, like I said, it's just a stacked uh, 11 a.m. Central, 12 noon Eastern kickoffs uh, all across the board. Like every every conference has a really good game at this time. Yeah, I, I have no play here uh, simply because I haven't seen Michigan play a real school yet. They have played the very little competition. I would think Maryland is not a great team. Michigan should win this. I just don't know if Michigan can cover that 17-point spread. Yeah, yeah. I think and I'm also, on once again, I've seen maybe one half of Maryland scrolling through the TV channels. Yeah. It's it's just, I have no idea. Even the next game, Central Michigan at Penn State. I assume Central Michigan will put up a fight. Uh, Penn State Penn State, State is good. a 28-point favorite. The over-under on that is 51 is what I see. What I saw from Penn State last week is that they are should not be the 22nd ranked team in the country. They should be top 10. You think top 10? I mean, they went into Auburn and laid the smackdown. So is that Penn State good or Auburn bad? I would say that's Penn State good. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. and Let me correct myself. It's not 51 and a half as the over-under. It is 61 and a half. Yeah. Maybe the under here. I'd lean the under. I don't have a play on this either. I just don't... I feel like we're getting Penn State might be getting too much respect. Definitely possible. Um, Penn State might be coming off of a huge kind of letdown game as well. I mean, you got to get buzzing if you're going to the SEC country at Auburn. Yeah, they could be coming off a big emotional high off that win. Possibly lean towards Central Michigan. I'm not betting this. I'm not really having a play on this. 
but I would lean Central Michigan plus 28 and a half. 28. Okay. Take the under as well. This could be a low scoring, just big 10, run the ball down their throat kind of game. Right. Okay. Um, USF at Louisville. This one I also have a play on. Uh, I'm assuming Louisville should beat the shit out of UCF. USF. Oh, USF. Not a lot UCF. of goddamn acronyms in Florida. Yeah. The big get the big four. Don't put some respect on their name. <laughs> yeah. So South Florida is going into Louisville. Louisville is the home favorite at 15 and a half points. The over under on this is 64 and a half. You got I mean, anything on this? So Louisville's offense, uh, you know, in the Florida State, they looked unstoppable. I don't know much about USF this year. Um, I don't know. I think I would lean, based on last week, I would lean towards Louisville first half. Mm, yeah, kind of like the Georgia situation. Because right? uh, their other loss, I believe, was to Syracuse in another game where they got up a big – and then they, you know, uh, hit a wall at the end, got tired, and couldn't perform, and ended up losing to Syracuse. Yeah. So – um, that's probably where I would look at. It's probably minus seven, minus eight and a half in the first uh, half. Feels like they should probably be up ten at halftime. See, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm staying away. I will probably have that as one of the games on. I'm very happy to be at home for a college Saturday. Yeah, with my 18 TVs, so mm-hmm. I'll be able to watch a little bit more. I have a little bit more understanding what's going on rather than kind of getting condensed highlights and stuff like that. But I'll definitely break that game down a little bit more. I just don't have a play on it. Don't feel comfortable taking either side. Now, this next one, this one to me is the one I'm most interested in. All right, let's talk about it because it is another 11 a.m. kick. Clemson is going into Wake Forest. Clemson is a road favorite at seven points. The over-under on this is 55. Right now, I mean, I just there's just no way I'm not taking the points with this one. Clemson's this is going to be Probably Wake Forest's biggest home game in the last 15 years. Um, and, uh, I mean, at least for most people, it's been maybe a decade since Clemson has been this beatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the last two years they've been quote-unquote beatable. Which they I don't mean, look invincible like they have. With they the they definitely still have the talent to go in and you know beat the crap out of Wake Forest, but... Kind of feels like this one is due. Can I get Joko Damas on you real quick? Yes. I have a very good feeling that we're going to see Wake Forest flat out win the game. One. Okay. So maybe sprinkle on Moneyline. Okay. Third, I also have them as a cover. And I'm also going to buy the half point to make it minus 115 instead of plus 100 to have even money. But I do think you're going to see DJ get benched at halftime. Really? And I think Cade Kudnick, whatever the hell is I'll get the pronunciation later. He's from Westlake. Hell of a quarterback. Okay. You're going to probably see him take some snaps at halftime because Wake Forest is going to be down or DJ is going to be looking like shit. Dude, that, that offense just does not look good. And every time Wade comes in, I think I see other players get amped up for him. I think, I think Cade has the locker room. Oh, boy. South, that's but hey, quite that's, the prediction. that's classic Westlake kids. They go in there and fuck some shit up. <laughs> that's not, is that the high school you went to? No, oh, just, okay. a, just an Austin high school. Gotcha. Austin, Texas. I mean, 
I'm from Dripping Springs. Let's be okay. <laughs> we, we, to lower our bar there. <laughs> yeah, we we played against Westlake and Lake Travis, which are the two powerhouses of Austin, Texas. Uh, Westlake's home of Drew Brees, Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger, Big Dick Nick, Big huh? Dick Nick, two Super Bowl champions out of one high school. Wow. Lake Travis is going to be more of your Baker Mayfields of the NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> is that where that was Yeah, that's 100%. No, I've played Little League Baseball against Baker like as a kid. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that more later. No no slander here. <laughs> okay. Um, that being said, back to my picks. Uh, I love Wake Forest plus seven. Um, I love the money line. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that. I'm taking the over as well. Wake Forest knows how to fucking score. Yes. This will be an absolute boat race. 55 points isn't enough. I would I would still take this all the way up to like 62-63. If the only thing I would say is if, the, if if this game goes over I think it's going to go over because Clemson's going to have to catch up the week. <clears throat> like and this is once again this is a very weird prediction. Very elaborate where I'm saying hey Wake Forest is going to be up at halftime by I don't know 10 points. Right. I think they're going to keep scoring nonstop. Wake Forest knows how to score. I'm thinking about this for my uh, 13 point tees, maybe <laughs> over 42. Definitely over 42. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Buffalo, Eastern Michigan. Eh. Oh, the big, the game of the week. Uh, game day is in Lawrence, Kansas, correct? No. No? Are they not? Or did I misread that? You definitely misread that. Uh, they should be. Kansas is absolutely. Oh no no no! Football world. I uh, yeah I saw Kansas sold out. Is what Kansas it was. Has their first sellout since I don't know how many however many years. Yeah. But that being said, Duke, the Blue Devils are going into Kansas. Kansas is a seven and a half point favorite. Kansas Ooh. is taking over the gambling world. This they're number one in the Big Twelve. Okay. They have already won conference win. Uh, Kansas has covered six straight games by an average points, uh, average of 21 points per game. I, we have to start respecting them a little bit more. And yet, I, I would just rather have Duke plus seven and a half. It, that sound, I, I, I can't take Kansas at seven point touchdown favorites yet. No. I... I need to trust them a little bit more. Last week when I got them at nine points with Houston, I felt really good about it. Uh, just kind of was like a live thing, and they flat out won. I just think that Houston team's little was a little overhyped going into the year. Hmm. I just I can't trust Kansas. Now, there's one thing I would say about this game. Uh, Duke, on road games, they've gone under 5-0 and in the last five straight road games. Duke also is 0-5 against the spread after a loss and 1-8 against the spread on a road game as well. So, Yikes. I would probably lean Kansas. I just don't feel like – I feel like that's too many points. I don't feel comfortable yet. I'm sure Kansas will murder them. I think I'm just happy that one of these teams gets to 4-0. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, you know, and if they get to 4-0 and then they maybe get to 5-0 and and all of a sudden, like, one of these programs actually can do something in football maybe. Yep, and I actually have a bet and ticket already on this. I got it this morning, and it's already moved down since I got it, but I did get Duke and Kansas under 65 and a half. I feel pretty confident about that. That is one of my favorite totals 
of my bets. Oh, okay. So that is an actual pick and a bet. Uh, next couple games we have, we have Bowling Green at Mississippi State. I have nothing on this. I don't. I still don't trust Mississippi State for some reason. Yeah, me neither. Uh, this is actually a really big game here in Texas. This is a big rivalry. TCU is going to SMU. This is a battle of rich kids in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. <laughs> okay. Uh, TCU had actually stolen the SMU coach from previous year. So. Interesting. SMU head football coach coming into his old stadium as a road team is interesting. Um, that being said, I don't really necessarily have a play on this. I do have – nope, actually, I got nothing on this. I would – if I'm going to take a pick or a lean, this is SMU Super Bowl. Plus two seems like the safe pick. I would even also lean under 70. Uh, TCU can't score that much. Neither can SMU. That seems kind of ridiculous. Above How the mighty have fallen. Those used to be two of the best offenses in the country. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I just I would project that this game goes well under 70. So that would be my lean there. Anything on that? Nope. Uh, it looks like next we got Missouri at Auburn. And this is the last of the 11 a.m. Central kickoffs. I got nothing. Auburn looked like shit last week against Penn State. Maybe Penn State was good. Uh, I think Missouri is not a good school. You certainly couldn't be any worse for Auburn. So. No, a touchdown favorite seems about right. If anything, take the team total Auburn of over 28. I assume they will score. I know they're having some kind of quarterback controversy. Who's going to start? Who's not? Right. So maybe, hey, this might be a good high-scoring game just to get it. Bring back angle. Bo Nix, you cowards. <laughs> Bo Nix is deeply missed in Auburn, and I don't think any person would have ever thought they'd say that. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I think they were ready to get rid of him. All righty. I have a pick on this next one. And UMass Temple? UMass going into the Temple, a good old-fashioned one and two, one and two game. That's too many points. Too many points. UMass is a nine-point road dog. The over-under on this game is 43. Temple can't score. Interesting. Give me UMass plus nine. I buy a half a point, too. Okay. So give it to, yeah, give it nine and a half at minus 120. Should be fine. That is my one of my favorite dogs. Okay. Uh, I don't really have anything, uh, obviously, on UMass and Temple, so we can just skip over and head over to UCLA at Colorado. Well, uh, UCLA will be going into a, a stadium with an actual crowd, so that should be kind of fun for them. An 0-3 Colorado. Yeah, Colorado is actually uh, massively one of the worst teams in college football. They might jump into the top five. They have not covered a spread by, on average, of 20 points. Wow. So they're 0-3 against the spread, and they have not even gotten close to that line. Yeesh. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, 21.5 is not a great number. You know, I would much rather have it at 19.5. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Colorado, I thought they were going to be trending towards a good program. And no, I, I took to- them last week at plus 28 against uh, Minnesota. 
I just assume Big Ten schools can't score. Shoot, Minnesota, Minnesota waxed over, yeah, all over them. Okay, uh, yeah, just for the exact stat, uh, zero and three against the spread teams with a non-cover margin. Colorado has is a non-cover margin of thirteen points. Wow, uh, this next one should be fun. I have a play here. Notre Dame is going into Raleigh. No, Chapel Hill. Fuck Chapel me, Hill. right? Yep. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Notre Dame, or North Carolina is a one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under on this is 55-and-a-half. Any picks? I like North Carolina. I think we're on the same side there, dude. I like teams that can score. Um, North Carolina's defense does worry me Mac a little Brown's bit. offense is strong. Uh, Notre Dame can't score. No. They were struggling against Cal last week, and that should not have been the case. Correct. Uh, this is a revenge game from last year, too. Oh, yeah? I mean, North Carolina went into Notre Dame, sort of kept it close by fourth quarter. It ended up being a blowout, but it was a very close game. I feel that this is a revenge game. I think Notre Dame beats them on their own home, tor- home turf. Should be fun. So, yeah, I'm taking the one and a half. I'd even buy it down to a pick them. Just to get the money line feel. Okay. I kind of like that uh, North Carolina over 29 and a half team total. Yeah, because I mean, what? They scored like 40 and 50 in like two weeks? It was, one game was like 58. Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. See, I still, and that does scare me because I mean, this team still held Ohio State to 21 points. Right. I don't know what Notre Dame defense you're going to get. Hopefully. The offense steps up. I just feel like this will be – I don't think it will be a shootout. I just think North Carolina is going to be decently coached enough to actually barely win. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next game, Middle Tennessee is going to Miami. The U. Pass. You're going to pass on this? Yeah, I feel like that's too many points. And after watching them last week against at the Aggies, like I said, I don't think that team should be ranked. I don't think the Aggies should be ranked either, and that was a really ugly game on both sides. Um, I still might put them in my teaser, get them down to minus 12 and a half. Um, I mean, I think they're going to comfortably beat Middle Tennessee, uh, and as a Florida State fan, I kind of need them to. Yeah. So. Hey, you're doing teasers, man. You're only teasing yourself. <laughs> you, see, you saw that Steeler game last night. Yes, I did, but I did not have that in any. <laughs> that Never. ruined every teaser I had last night. I was really, I was kind of upset because I was going to go with the Browns on my survivor pick, and I was like, you know what? Let me get the Texans. Right, let's get to the next college game. We have the game of the week. College game day is going to be in Rocky Top. Florida is going into Tennessee. Tennessee is a 10.5-point favorite. The over-under on this is 62.5. Now, fun fact with this one, Tennessee and Florida, uh, that matchup history, Tennessee's never been favored by more than a touchdown. Wow. This is the first time that they'll be around double-digit 10 points. That's not a whole lot of respect for this Florida team. They, they look like they either got very, very lucky against Utah. They, they've played like shit. They didn't look good against Kentucky. Um, they just don't look good. That being said, I will be taking Tennessee as one of my favorites. My favorite favorites. I did buy the point down. I'm going to take it at 10. Mm-hmm. I don't like the hook. 
Yeah, this is a uh, this is a game that I'm excited to see who wins. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Would avoid only because of that number. The ten and a half is just a. It's not a fun number to have. Uh, uh, if I was going to take Tennessee, obviously you go to nine and a half. You just eat the twenty uh, points. Um, but also, I don't like Florida enough to take the ten and a half. So, yeah, I'm assuming this is kind of like a meteor asteroid kind of game for you. This my best case scenario is uh, the Tennessee quarterback. I cannot think of his name, but my Heisman hooker. a hooker, yeah, uh, destroys Florida, and all of a sudden he becomes the favorite for the Heisman. Yeah, I don't think he becomes a favorite. There's just a lot of good. I mean, who is the favorite right now? Do you think it's still Stroud, CJ Stroud, Ohio State? Yeah. Then there's uh, I think the second is Pass. Caleb Williams with USC. Fair. Yeah, I, I, I've already. I told you. I think I bought a ticket at plus five or five to one. It's already at plus three fifty. I feel like let's just say all those teams do very well and and win out. Stroud being at Ohio State is going to get less because either Hooker or Williams will have brought their programs back to glory if they can continue that. Yeah. So all right, next game we got Indiana going into Cincinnati. Uh, I have no play on this. If there is, I would probably lean Cincinnati. It's uh, Cincinnati's favorite, sixteen and a half. The over/under on this is fifty-seven. Anything on this? Yeah, I don't. I, I know Indiana's three and zero, but they don't really feel like three and zero to me. They've beaten Illinois, I believe. They. I'll have to look up Indiana's schedule, but. They they haven't played good teams to where this should count. If like sixteen and a half points does make sense. Okay. Yeah. Um maybe the uh over in this one. We'll see. Uh, as it gets closer to kickoff, but right now uh that number uh what is it, fifty seven? I mean I can see Indiana getting to 21, and then it just depends on if Cincinnati can put up Cincinnati-type numbers, but that'll be a slight lean on that over. Um, whew, just realized our dogs from Appalachian State, <laughs> fresh off their miracle win. See, I, and so James Madison going into App State, uh, James Madison 2-0, App State 2-1. App State is probably riding the best high that they've ever had in their entire life. Correct. Uh, seven points seems like that should be the right answer. I can't do it. I, I feel like this is absolutely a letdown game. There's no more college game day. I mean, as fans, the players, there's only is so there much. any scenario where you could see yourself betting against App State right now? I won't. Uh, but if I had to... If somebody asked me for advice and they only could bet on this game, James Madison, buy a half a point, make it seven and a half at minus 120. That would be the play. Yep. I'm not touching this. I feel like that's kind of dirty. This is James Madison Super Bowl. This is the best team in their conference. So this is something that they know going in. Mm-hmm. Big guy on top. We need to take him off the hill, right? That's why I would lean James Madison. I'm just not going to put a play on there. Should be fine, though. Okay. The next one. Toledo Rockets, one of my favorite matching schools, going into San Diego State. Interesting. Uh, I think that 
I don't have the brain power for for either of these schools. Uh, I do like some action. Probably leaning towards Toledo. No worries. I got some brain power for you because I got okay. some stats. Uh, here's just a little emotional reason why I think this is going to go well. San Diego, great town. Mm-hmm. Probably better than Toledo. Yeah. Probably better weather. Uh, that being said, boys are going to be happy to be out of Ohio for a quick minute. Uh, San Diego State's not a good football team. Toledo is 6-0 and against the spread against very bad teams, under 500 type style teams. They're also 4-0 and against the spread against bad home teams. Toledo, or I'm sorry, San Diego State does not win often at home. Also, I'm not sure if you've seen the fire fest at the stadium that is. No. Definitely take a YouTube Google of what that shit show is. Brand new stadium. There is zero shade anywhere. People were passing out, dying, all kinds of stuff because it got too damn hot. Wow. It was, it looked like, uh, it looked like an absolute, like, just <laughs> almost like a Civil War scene of people in, like, medical beds, like, getting IVs and stuff. It was the weirdest thing. Should the stadium just start this year? Just It just opened up this year. So, that being said, Zach, uh, at the end of the day, just take Toledo. There's not going to be a good fan base there at San Diego State. There's not a real home field. I like Toledo minus three on the road. I don't okay. think I have a I'm with you on total. that one. Next game is Texas going into Lubbock at Texas Tech. Game of the week in the Collins household. It will be on the big TV with the loudspeakers. Texas is a seven-point road favorite. Over-under is 61. Now, Joe, I know you're not from here. You probably don't watch this game often. I have never seen a Texas Texas game. Texas Tech game. It's a little sad. But What's the game where Ca- Crabtree uh, had that crazy thing? We don't fucking talk about that here. Was that a Texas one? We don't fucking talk about this, dude. Was that, and that was Texas, though? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Jesus I'm sorry. Okay, so I lied. I've seen... That's one. a game where Cole McCoy would have been the best of Florida and the best of Oklahoma. <laughs> it's not the point. We're not going to get distracted. <laughs> uh, that being said, Texas road favorite, over-under some 61 and a half. I know you're not from here. You probably don't watch this game often. But these tend to be a shootout every single time. Okay. Um, in the last 12 years, and I'm going back to 12 years just because that's when hell broke loose with Texas. So I like really want to bring up like hey, sure. the bad years of Texas. The overs hit 10 out of the last 10 out of two times. Or I'm sorry, 10 out of 12 times. Wow. So 10 and 2 in the last 12 matchups. The two that lost were in the 70s. <laughs> the over-under was over like 75? It was in like 71, 72, I think was like with my research. Wow. Uh, that being said, I do love the over on this. Uh, the spread is too high for Texas. I think with Sark doing his press conferences, he's very quiet about what's going on in practice. Right. He's very secretive to the chest. He let us know on Monday that all quarterbacks started in a very sleek way to tell us Quinn Ewers is basically practicing now. Mm. He also let us know that all four quarterbacks on the roster will be dressed and suited for the game. So I think a lot of the people took that and said, hey, we're going to hammer Texas when it was at five and a half when it opened. Mm -hmm. And it jumped all the way to seven. I don't think Quinn is going to play. I think Hudson Carr will still play. So that's why I'm saying that's too many points. 
I'm not going to touch it. I'm just sticking with the over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm with you on that. I don't know how hostile of an environment Texas Tech is, but it's pretty bad. It, it, it's going to be another sellout crowd. For- is this the one you t- said about the. This is Tortillas. <laughs> tortillas. That's right. Yeah. So this is the first sellout they've had since 2018. <laughs> uh, also against Texas. Interesting. Okay. So this is a game where Tech hates us. It's plain and simple. Naturally, okay. Uh, This is a very big get-up type of game for them. Okay. I'm not saying bet tech. I just think it's the books are probably getting hammered because of the Quinn Ewers rumors and things that he might play. I think that's a little bit too much, but definitely take the over. This should be a fun game to watch. Can't wait to kick kick back, get a beer, and watch the game. Okay, cool. Um, My next favorite total. Yes, North it's Texas. Be fucking exciting. North Texas at Memphis. North Texas is 12 point road dog. Memphis favored by 12. The over under on this this morning was at 70. It has already dropped down to 68 and a half. I'm taking the over. North Texas scores a lot of points. Memphis has no defense. This will be a shootout. You might see a. 40 to 30 style game here. Okay. Well, if it's 40 to 30, then North Texas is going to cover. Um, I kind of like maybe taking North Texas to like 13 and a half and then just ride yeah. with that. No, and maybe it's just me. I don't know what's going on with my phone or anything like that. But like on TikToks, I'm scrolling. I just see these massive like Odell Beckham style, George Pickens style catches from North Texas, uh, North Texas wide receivers. So I just feel like. Just looking at the numbers, looking at the stats, those are all decent over teams. Uh, they North Texas scores a ton. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe the North Texas uh, uh, team total over 28 and a half, too. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Now, this should be a fun game to watch. Uh, good luck trying to find it on your regular cable. But that being said, <laughs> should be fun to watch. Uh, next game we have FIU Florida International going into Western Kentucky. I have nothing on this. I also have nothing on this. We like the Hilltoppers. We love but Hilltoppers. Thirty-one points is a lot. Too much. I Too like much. them better when they're a seven-point favorite or a seven-point dog. Correct. So not in this spot. Um, Georgia Tech UCF. UCF no UCF lately covered. Did pretty well last week. Uh, Georgia Tech hasn't looked great. I'm not touching this. Uh, if anything, I'd probably lean under 57. Yeah. Maybe a slight lean on the under, but I don't know. UCF can put up like 49 points, and then you just need what? Georgia Tech to score 10? Yep. Yeah. I mean... This could be your classic 30 to 20 type game. Georgia Tech covers. I just don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I know I'm not a big UCF guy. I've had too much UCF in my life in the last <laughs> week. Uh, next game we got up is Oregon at Washington State. Oregon, number 15 in the country, 2 and 1. Oregon is a road favorite of seven points. Over under on this is 57 and a half. Yeah, it just depends on which Oregon team shows up. Um, you know, we've seen a, a couple of different versions of that team. 
the team from last week will go into Washington State and just wipe the floor with them. Uh, but the team from the first two weeks could be in, in trouble here uh, in the second half uh, against Oregon. Yeah, I got nothing on this. Or against Washington State, sorry. No, you're good. I got nothing on this. Uh, I don't know what Bo Nix I'm going to get. Am I going to get last week's Bo Nix where they stomp out BYU? Uh, Washington State's also played well against uh, Wisconsin. That was a big on-the-road upset. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, maybe Washington State plus 7.5. Not going to touch it, but I would lean that way. Feel decent about it. I don't feel – I mean, it's just – I don't fucking know. Yeah, no idea. I don't know what I'm going to get. They're too, or, Bo Nix is too goddamn inconsistent for me to really enjoy. Honestly, same for this next one. Tulsa at Mississippi. Tulsa's going to cover. Really? I have it as a pick. No, I do have it as a pick. Tulsa will cover this game. Has Tulsa played anybody that we know, so to speak? I can look up the scores real quick, but I just know Tulsa's really good at covering big programs. On as well as SEC programs, they they have a history of doing that. Twenty one and a half points is what I got them at this morning. That being said, I like Tulsa pulling up their schedule right now, blanking out who they played. Yeah. They beat Northern Illinois last week. Oh, okay. That was a thirty eight to thirty five game. They beat Jacksonville State University. Good. Fifty four to seventeen. Dang. But the SmackDown. I'm sorry, the JSU. That is Jacksonville State, right? Yes. Okay. There's Jackson State. There's Jacksonville State. It's all kind of confusing. But then they did get beat by Wyoming in overtime. It's not that bad. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think the plus 21.5 is, is a good, smart play right here. And just to kind of go off of my records, I don't think Ole Miss has played all that great, right? No. Yeah, so that is one of my favorite dogs of the week. One of my five. Uh, next game up, we have Arizona at Cal. This is a Pac-12 shit show, and I don't want anything apart of it. Yeah, I think I would lean towards Cal, maybe buying it down to three points. Um, but I, don't, I, I, I just don't know much about Arizona. I only know about Cal because they played Notre Dame last week, and yeah, they were up game, most of that game. Looked decent. I just don't know. Yeah, that, it, you just never know. Uh, I'm taking a pass on that. We got Akron at Liberty. Liberty. Uh, that being said, Liberty is a minus twenty six and a half. Over under on this is fifty four. Liberty's the home team. I also have nothing on this. Yeah, this is probably one I would stay away from. There's better games about it. 100%. Don't feel great about it. Uh, Navy 0-2 going to East Carolina 2-1. East Carolina is the home favorite of 16.5. The over-under on this is 48.5. We don't bet against the military here? You don't bet against the military. (laughs) I'm looking at this going... Navy's fucking awful. Should I put East Carolina in my 13-point teaser? Yes. That would cover. Uh, what is that, 13 for 3.5, 3.5? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I believe Navy's one of the schools that was on that list of terrible teams that don't cover. Uh, let me get it popped up here. No. 
I lied. No, but Navy's not good. They it, East Carolina should show up to that. I like the logo, I like the field, I like the colors. Fun stadium, fun baseball team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not betting it. Yeah, none of these uh, actual lines look really that tasty. So yeah, we're gonna skip a couple of these. We're gonna go to some of the real games. Here we go. Six o'clock time slot. We have Iowa going into Rutgers. This I actually have a note on. Whoa. Yes. Rutgers is getting eight and a half points. Yep. Are they giving out money here? Rutgers, the home dog of eight and a half points. I, look, Joe, as much as I donate to my Alabama 401k, I also donate a lot of money to the Rutgers weekly auto bet. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got it at 10 on Monday, 10. I put two units on it. Okay. Got the nine. I was like, man, this is still a good value. Put another unit on it. I'm going to keep doing that, and I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Now, the reason why I have this game highlighted, look at the total. 34. This is the lowest FBS score or total in the last seven years. This is incredible. I'm going to be able to put Rutgers plus 21 (laughs) and a half points and – over 21 points, period. It's a fucking teaser. Right there. In the same teaser bet. That being said, I have two plays in this game. I'm going to do that while you keep talking. I'm going to do I that while we're Rutgers here. Rutgers plus nine. If you can get it at eight and a half, it's still fine. Trust me, Rutgers will fucking win this game. Iowa, I mean, what is that? Four and a half safeties? Yeah. They can't do that. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah, got to take Rutgers in this situation. Iowa doesn't know how to score. I know they're coming off of a bad beat by, or not a bad beat, just a bad loss to a rival Iowa State. But yeah, you give me Rutgers at plus eight and a half. I'm also taking the over 34. Rutgers okay. might put up 34 points themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I cannot wait to. <laughs> that is going to also be on the big TV. Once 6 o'clock hits, I'm going to find whatever Big 12 alternative network there is. Because that is not going to be on your Fox. That's not going to be on your basic cable. I don't know where I'm going to stream that. I don't even know. <laughs> on Reddit, maybe? Yeah. That being said, next game we have Marshall and Troy. You got anything there? Um, Troy is, is a better team, I think, than their record. Um, yeah, I mean, Troy got upset by Hail Mary. Correct. Uh, I don't know. I would lean towards the plus three and a half. Yeah, I got nothing on three and a half. Sounds good. Uh, Next game up, Louisiana Tech at South Alabama. South Alabama absolutely did wonders for me last week. Playing very tight game against UCLA. I just can't take him again for that many points. They're more of a double-digit dog for me. It definitely is too many points. Uh, This probably will be one of the better games this weekend. Arkansas going to Jerry World to play the Texas A&M Aggies. This is a classic Southwestern battle, Southwest Conference battle. A&M is favored by two. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people just assume they're a lot better. And obviously, so 
because they have the best recruiting class in the country last year, like people are just going to assume that they're going to finally put it all together. have had their number. I think in the last nine years, they've won eight. Arkansas did win last year. Hmm. And Arkansas took care of business. Was, I believe it was 20 to 10, something like that. I think Arkansas is a much better team. I think you're going to see the Aggies play damn well. Uh, you're going to see this game. This is definitely an under game for me as well. This isn't high scoring. This is usually 20 to 10, 30 to, 30 to 14. This doesn't usually get that. So the under at 50 seems like a really good bet there. Take that. Should be fine. But I'm also going Arkansas as a two-point dog. And when the time comes, I might sprinkle a little bit on the money line. There isn't much there. There is no money line lines for us yet. This will be kind of interesting to see, you know, if AM doesn't pull this out, they go to two and two. They'll be out of the top twenty-five. Uh there'll be a lot of questions for uh Jimbo. Yeah, he'll just leave and go somewhere else and ruin this program. Come back to Florida State, Jimbo. Yeah. Oh, I would take Jimbo in a heartbeat. I like your coach. Norvell? I do like Norvell. I do like Norvell, but uh I don't know. I'd love to see Jimbo back in like the coaching rehab and have to go be like an OC or DC for uh, Alabama for like a year or two. He would never. He would get. He would drop. Yeah, I mean Nebraska's hiring. Nebraska would, yeah, probably offer. And if he does terrible there, he's still going to get paid shit tons of money. Look at Scott Frost. That guy's walking away. Yeah. With uh, what seventeen million? <sighs> Man. Um. Okay, uh, what else? Uh, I'm looking Southern Miss to Lane. I don't really have anything on that. Yeah, nothing there. I will say this, and this is where I'm going to go off of the stats here. Utah State is one of the worst covering teams in college football. They're 0-4. That's not right. They're 0-3 against the spread. Their margin of not covering is by 20.3 points. Yeesh. I think UNLV is a better program. They should win. Uh, they should beat them by more than a field goal. So UNLV is a road dog or road favorite at minus three. That sounds pretty easy. Uh, not much there. Yeah, the rest of these don't. The rest work. of these games. Uh, we got Wisconsin going into Ohio State uh, earlier this week. I already bought Ohio State at eighteen. That's when we did our last show. Yeah, already got a ticket in there. Anything there? I mean, I like Ohio State. I'm not even so much worried with the points. Yeah, the 19 um, and a half. Dude, Wisconsin's not great. Uh, that, that Washington State game really changed me on the way I think of the Big 12, and I think it's really fucked me up on betting other Big 12 games. Yeah. Should be good. This is a 6.30 game. Uh, next couple games. Oh. This not. actually had a little note on. Vanderbilt is heading into Alabama. Alabama is a 40-point favorite. Now, the reason why I have a note on this is because this is the largest spread in a SEC conference matchup. Really? Yep. Um, here's the thing. I don't think Vanderbilt can really compete with them. I know that if I get them in my 13-point tees, Alabama minus 27 is very tasty. Well, yeah, it is very tasty. Uh, but for funsies, I have no real play on this. Uh, but I do have a small bet, small wager on the Vanderbilt team total of the over. 
I think the over eight and a half would be fun to hit. A accidental three field goals or a touchdown and a field goal would be great. Mm, not that easy against the, those guys. Those are going to be garbage time. Garbage okay. time points. I expect Alabama to be in at halftime. Uh, second string starting second half. That being said, if you are really serious about taking Alabama in the first half, plain and simple, take – or if you're serious about taking Alabama's favorite, take them in the first half, first quarter, do all that. They should yep. absolutely do – they should stomp that thing. It should be 40 to nothing by halftime. Okay. We got Boston College heading into Florida State. Joe, you're my Florida State guy. Yes. Tell me. What do you think about this game? Florida State is a 17-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under is 48-and-a-half. I mean, I'm saying all this without knowing much about Boston College, but I think I would lean towards the over. Um, Seems like a low total. Seems like a low number, and our defense loves to keep people in games. Uh, And... I don't love the 17 and a half. I can't even remember the last time we won a game by 17. Um, so I don't love the total, the the spread. Yeah, I kind of left it up to you. I didn't really want to bet for against it. I know Florida State's going to win. Maybe throw Florida State as like a money land parlay somewhere with a bunch of other high, highly favorited teams. I, I was going to say minus 940. Once you get to like minus four hundred and above, it's that not even worth it. Like a Tristan bet, if I've heard of one before. Yes. Okay. Um, we got K State at Oklahoma. This game is interesting. I actually really do enjoy watching that matchup, um, simply because K State is Oklahoma's kryptonite. I think they've lost two straight to Kansas State. Wow. Okay. Um, now, granted, those Kansas State teams were much better back in the day. But 13 points is a lot. I like the history. Uh, give me the Kansas State dog, 13 points on the road. Okay. I think I'm with you on that one. Oh, there's our boys. Only minus five and a half. So, Joe, this has been the biggest fucking – like, I'm actually stressed out now. I've heavily invested myself all week long on USC on the road. So Why not? Matchup. That we were talking about is USC at Oregon State. This is a Pac-12 conference matchup. USC opened up as, on some books, a 13.5-point favorite. On mine, they opened up around 6. This line's been all over the fucking place. 13.5 to 5.5. So, Joe, this game at Caesar Sportsbook, and they've announced this, they have more money on Oregon State to cover than any NFL team, any NFL bet they have right now. Hmm. So a lot of the the major bets are going on Oregon State at plus six. It's plus seven. I've seen a lot. There's been $110,000 in a plus seven. I get that. That makes sense. A touchdown, I can understand and reason with that person. I just don't understand how, like, is this an internet trend to bet on the worst team? I don't fucking know. I am obviously going to put USC in a tease, but I'm also just going to have that minus five and a half. Uh, I think just a little sprinkle. I already have invested in the five and a half. I'm still sticking with my guns here. USC minus five and a half. I am a little nervous and stressed out about what the fuck is going on there. 
Yep. And why so many people are betting money on Oregon State. I don't, I've yet to see an article saying like there's an injury or anything like that. Uh, you know me, I'm also going to take the USC team total of 38 and a half. That seems like fucking, they've been scoring 40 a game. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. For sure. And that's an even money too. You're not, no juice or taxes taken out. That is straight up even money at plus 100. Okay. I'm with you on I'm it. I'm still riding with the Trojans. I still have Caleb Williams as one of my Heisman bets. Caleb Williams and B. John Robinson. Definitely take a couple picks at those. Uh, Caleb Williams is at plus 350 now. Bijan is at 18 to 1 odds. You might see that change this weekend when Bijan has another three touchdowns and 200 yards. <laughs> a little homer in me there. But yeah, I'm still riding with USC. I don't care what the. The okay. trends are saying, but other than that, I got no more college games. Um, yeah, the rest of them. I mean, Wyoming, BYU. Yeah, I have the. Uh, I'll I'll speak on that. Take the fucking under. Wyoming can't score. BYU's a bunch of Mormons. They're not going to score either. There's no Taysom Hill on the team. Take the under fifty. No Taysom. Uh, other than that, I got nothing. Okay. Uh, anything else there? Utah, Arizona State. Uh, See, Arizona, Arizona State's, State's interesting. disarray. I, I'm not sure if you heard the news about Herm Edwards. He definitely got fired on the field. I'm sure we've all seen that video. But are you seeing the new stuff coming out where the assistant coaches are leaking info to beat Arizona State? Well, they said that they had no problem getting intel because people at Arizona State were happily giving them everything they could because they wanted Herm Edwards fired. Which is weird because I mean, from you know, from a very far away stance, I thought people liked Herm Edwards. I still like Herm Edwards. I don't know why. You We're play in... to win. You play the game. To win the game. Yeah, no, it's maybe that's why we all love him. But I thought he was a hell of a coach. Um, I mean, he wasn't really give much, given much to build a foundation on, so I feel like he just got screwed. I hope Herm Edwards sues the ever living shit out of them. Got to be able to prove it. He needs to get uh, old Billy Bel- Belichick's check, uh, text messages <laughs> and uh, see if he can prove it. Yeah. That being said, do you have any plays on that just based on that angle? Do you think Arizona State shows up? I think Utah's a much better team. Yeah. Uh, I think, 16 points is too much for me for that shit show going on there. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, what a fucking... What a terrible... Like, if you're part of that coaching staff that supposedly leaked information to help other teams beat you, it's not good on a resume when you have to go find another job this year. What I I mean I obviously we ha- we've never lived in Arizona, but I don't understand how big Arizona State football is. I know that Arizona State is like a top five party school. It's decent. I mean, it was big at one point. I mean, it interesting. It was always like a good Pac twelve South, or I don't know if they'd split it up though. I think it's North and South. They they, they competed with USC back in the day. Yeah. Okay. That being said, oh you're boy. Ready for NFL? I am so ready for NFL. I've been absolutely pissed for NFL, Joe, so I kind of want you to take the lead. I have some games in mind. Uh, my Circa Million picks I feel not great about, but you know what? In a group setting, we do our best. Joe, lead me off in the first game. So we got Ravens at the Patriots. Ravens road favorites, minus three. It's in New England. Um However, you know, this uh, Baltimore Ravens team has, has traditionally been a kryptonite for the Patriots. Um, 
So this one's a weird one, right? Because Belichick is not just going to let them run over the Patriots. This seems like a trap. This seems like I should be getting the Ravens at like seven. But I'm getting them at three. So, I don't know. It just kind of depends on how good Baltimore's passing game is. What I would do in this game is look at Lamar's passing yardage numbers um, and kind of lean towards that instead of just the spread. I would obviously lean towards Baltimore. Um, I think they're a little bit better of a team, um, and they definitely got a chip on their shoulder because I'm sure they don't feel like they should have lost to uh, Tua last week. Um, no, and that's another thing where, like, I do feel like after a loss, they're going to come out a little bit more heated up. Uh, that's interesting. The money is it's going already at two and a half right now. It's dropped from that three to two and a half. So people are betting New England. There's something that we don't know about, which is fine. I mean, I just feel like I can't. That that Patriots team that just doesn't look strong. No, and I mean, yes, they beat the the Steelers, but I mean, we saw the Steelers last night not look great. Um, doesn't really feel like 212 passing yards. Yeah, the over um, on 212. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. That seems like a good prop. One long touchdown pass, and then a bunch of the like. I mean, Mark Andrews is going to have six catches, seventy-five yards. Uh, maybe our boy Duvernay gets a swing pass or something. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So Mark Andrews receiving yards right now over under at fifty-seven and a half. And Bateman at forty-six and a half. Interesting. Um, I believe that the Patriots do have a good defensive line, but I don't think their secondary is what it used to be. Yeah, I, no, it's not. Uh, they've lost J.C. Jackson, and you can definitely tell that they're missing him. Yeah. So I might go with you, actually. Lamar Jackson over on passing yards at 212. Uh, I wonder what his rushing is at. Rushing Lamar 51. So the thing about Lamar is that you basically, anytime it's below 60, you should basically always bet the over. However, if I do recall, I think he has an elbow injury. Hmm. So I don't know if they are going to do that. Is that why this number is so low? It could be. Um, and if it is, it just makes me like the passing yards more because they're not going to be like... Correct. Yeah, I get you. Uh, yeah, I'm still taking the Ravens minus two and a half. Okay. Still I like do it. it. I know that's going against every fiber of my gambling being to go against what all the basically like riding with the public at that point or going against the public. Let me get those numbers pulled up real quick. With that being said, I do like the uh, I do like the over two hundred and twelve passing yards from Lamar Jackson. I like the over fifty one and a half. Definitely seems like very low numbers. Bengals show value for survivor pools in week three. Bengals probably should. I think that is going to be my survivor pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking get this. 79% of the bets are on the Ravens and 85% of the money, or I'm sorry, 65% of the money is on Ravens as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I don't know. Um, to me, I, I just go Ravens minus two and a half. We know they have the best field goal kicker in the game. Um, also a Wesley kid. Jay Tucks? Yep. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the next one? I think I saw... It's not the Bengals one. 
It is the Bills at the Dolphins. I am nervous about this game is all I can say. Um, there's a part of me that says Dolphins can hang with anybody and they might match up okay with the Bills. The other part of me says, uh, oh, wait, I just watched the Bills look like the – I forget what year the Kurt Warner Rams were. but um, Great show on turf, 1999. 99 was the 99 Rams. <laughs> um, yeah. I kind of like the over 52 and a half here. Yeah, um, that's actually, uh, I was going to bring it up. That's going to be my pick. I think this will be a shootout. Um, the Bills still look like the greatest team I've ever seen in my life. Yes, and I don't think either team will be running the ball a ton. Um, no, no, no. So this, this is, is going to be, be a game that you and your buddies play on Madden. <laughs> Yes, this is the uh, the DraftKings uh, just the DraftKings special. Just stack the Dolphins and Bills in your lineup. Yep, you'll probably get some points. 100%. I agree. No, it's that, that Bills team is. I've never seen an offense so like. I don't know. Like they don't miss a fucking beat. They are in one zone that I've never seen before. I would love, and I'm going to. Uh, all of the Jalen Waddle overs in this game sure. catches and yards because Tyreek came out this week. I don't know if you saw and said that uh, he wasn't worried about the bills because he ended their season in the last two years. And those guys are trash talking about their, their cornerbacks. Um, they're their goal in this game. I don't think they care about going. They just do not want to let Tyreek Hill torch them. Uh, so you're going to see them double up on Tyreek. So I mean, Tyreke all right the now, focus in the back of their mind is constantly going to be on Tyreek. So do you see Tyreek? So right now, Waddle's at 62 and a half receiving prop yards. Uh, Tyreek's at 72 and a half. Give me Waddle's over all day on that. That one makes me nervous. I just, I, I definitely know it's going to be a shootout. Here's the thing: Waddle's going to catch. Does he have catches on there? No. Um, I mean, here's some alternative receiving yards if you want to play around with that. <laughs> 40 plus yards. There's a Tristan bet for you. Yeah, minus 400. <laughs> minus 400. 50 plus yards. Minus 225. 60. Minus 132. Ooh. Getting into 70. Then you start getting into the positive odds. Yeah, 80 at plus 188. Waddle, 90 yards plus 270. Waddle at 100 is plus 390, damn near 4 to 1. I, I See, feel like we, that is a Joe bet right there. If we had a uh, uh, a more professional uh, podcast, I'd be telling our like little like intern assistant, like, go ahead and clip this right now. Jalen <laughs> Waddle, 125 yards plus almost 880. Plus 880. I almost like that uh, for a little sprinkle. But um, yeah, I think Waddle has a big day. And, I mean, hopefully Tyreek does, too, as a Dolphins fan. But uh, I don't know. We've seen the Bills look very, very good on offense, but they have made mistakes. And uh, this game being in Miami, um, which actually, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, I wonder if this game will happen because there is a hurricane coming. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I think it's a Category 5 off of Puerto Rico way. Way other no, 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 no. Hit Florida now? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's one that's building. Um, mm. that's actually gonna right now, as of today, was aiming at my hometown, Fort Myers. 
Um, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe they move it up to Saturday. Maybe we'll get a Saturday night NFL. That'd be fun. I won't be able to fucking handle that. Why not? Dude, I'm going to have so many goddamn beers watching Texas, Texas Tech. So many Miller Lights. But, yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's going to be a – give me a, a second Monday night football game. Those are fun. Or better yet, give me a fucking Tuesday game. Yeah. If we have to move this, I move it to Tuesday or Wednesday so I have something to look forward to. Uh, I don't think they could because the um, Dolphins play on Thursday night football. Dolphins, Bengals next week. All right. Well, I can see some answers there. Next game up. I like how we just had this discussion as if we were like the NFL was going to call us and be like, Oh, Jordan, Joe, what do you guys think? Uh, we're, we're the voice of the people, Joe. I think yeah. We know what's best. And yes, a Wednesday night game and then back to back Thursday night game for the Dolphins would be fantastic. Uh, let me, let me play the, the role of the NFL again here. Uh, hey, uh, Jordan, um, just quick thoughts. Uh, Saints Panthers, how many shots of Jameis Winston talking to anyone within, I don't know, even shouting distance. So I don't understand why no TV market has done this yet. ESPN has a thousand different camera things. You can watch the Bill sideline camera, the other sideline camera, yeah. you did the Peyton cast. Give me the Winston cast. Give me one game where I just hear the sounds of the game happening, but it's just one camera on James at all times. Could we get James, uh, just a mic'd up with just Jameis? But don't if tell you, me it's mic'd up either. Like sneak that in. <laughs> I was secretly. Like, it's like uh, it's like the Formula One show where it comes out after the year. Yeah. And after the year, we just get to watch twelve episodes of Jameis in these games. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that one hundred percent. What is that? The drive, uh, drive to survive. Drive to survive. Yeah. I don't know what the Winston one could be, but well, they you know they they have one coming out for next PGA, year. For, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, talk about the live drama. Yeah. What a perfect year to start that. Uh, that being said, you're absolutely right. We need a Winston camera at all times. I'm a big James Winston guy. Just This game makes me nervous because being a big Jameis guy, I mean, the Panthers have to win. This is a must win for the Panthers, and this is a much needed to win for the Saints. Um, I don't know. The Panthers have seemed to be a little unlucky. Yeah, they've gotten beat by a 58-yard field goal. Uh, what was it? A two-point conversion against the Giants. That, that's probably thinking of a different game, but they got beat by the Giants barely. Yeah, um, weird game. Uh, they I'm definitely seeing a lot of sharp money on the Panthers, and I love a lot. So yeah, only fourteen percent of the money is on the Saints. Yeah, sixty percent of the bets are on the Panthers. Eighty-eight percent. That can't. Yeah. 88% is on the Panthers. That math doesn't add up in my head, but okay. That is six. interesting. Um, Just got bad eyesight, I guess. Wow. See, I don't like I, that. I just noticed they have this column of the number of bets they have. Yeah. That is awesome. Now, I, I don't know how up-to-date this is and how accurate, but that being said, I just... I don't like betting against divisional dogs, especially a divisional home dog. Yeah, and plus you have that ability to take that to three and a half. Yeah, I mean, by the point, it's – let me see what it is to buy because – It should be, I think, minus 130. Yeah, we're, minus – we're damn near even money. So if you buy it 
Bastards. You know, you can find a way to to do it there. Um, yeah, I, I just would feel better about having that field goal, that field goal cover. Um, yeah, you can go if you scroll down there. I think it's probably going to be minus one thirty. Yep. It won't let me. Oh, let you go the other way. You got to go the other way. Ah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh shit! It's minus, minus one sixty. <laughs> a lot of folks who got pulled up, guys. Sorry about the delay there, but I honestly just give me the Panthers first win. I think just money line would even be smart. It'll be close. I don't feel good about it, uh, but I'm taking Panthers to, with two and a half. Sprinkle in the money line. This should be a home win for them. Uh, CMC is going to piss off with the whole injury talk, so expect him to have a big game. Okay, that should be a fun one. Uh... For the Sunday uh, early games. Yeah, another early game we got. Uh, Chiefs going to Indianapolis. Chiefs are a road favorite at five and a half points. I believe I saw this open up at like seven. This feels like a trap game, right? And that's exactly what I was going to get at. It opened up at seven. So many people started betting the Colts to where it dropped down to five and a half. Now I see the world's back on the Chiefs. 70% of the tickets are on the Chiefs at five and a half. Fifty-eight percent of the money is on the Chiefs. I see it more the sharps are leaning towards the Colts. There's a lot of sharp money there, almost twelve percent differential. I don't know. We we saw the Chiefs um play well ish against the Bills. And then who did they just destroy? Um uh, Chargers. Play the Bills? Oh, no, that was the Rams, Chargers, sorry. Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, 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 Chiefs Chargers. Are, I mean, they didn't cover against a Charger team. No. Um, I think the Colts are worse than the Chargers. Yes. By putting that logic in my head, five and a half should be no problem. That being said, I fucking hate the Chiefs. Not because of any player or anything like that. They just, I feel like they always fuck around the first three quarters. I think this is a different Chiefs team. It might be a different Chiefs team, but I always see them fucking around and then going, oh, yeah, we got to play football. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus five and a half. They piss me off, though. If they don't cover, I'm done with them. I'm also not going to bet on the Colts anymore. They, they, yeah. They've been fucking off. I'm, I'm going to lean towards the Chiefs on this one. I just, uh, to me, Patrick Mahomes is having his Steph Curry year where. You just you just bet on the best player. You yeah, know, you just bet on the best player, and if the Colts win, they win. Then they probably deserve to win. But until further notice, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL, uh, and that's how I'm going to be betting. Fair enough. All right, next game we have an NFC North divisional matchup. The Lions are on the road in Minnesota. Vikings are a six six point favorite. The over-under on that game, I believe, is 52-and-a-half. Any thoughts? And it looks like that line just dropped again. Lions are now a five-and-a-half point favorite. I love the over. This feels like a college Texas Tech versus TCU 38-31 uh, final, you know, with one of those teams covering. Yeah. Kirk I, had about the worst week he could ever have last week. Kirk, it, it, on, it's, a, it's a day game, so you're going to have daytime Kirk. Yep. 
He should score. Um, I like the over 52. That does sound pretty good. I do. I'm probably going to take the Lions five and a half points. I don't like betting five and a half the other way on anything. No. Uh, that being said, I'd love to see. Lions are. The Sun God's props. Over 69 and a half passing yards for a Ross St. Brown. The only thing I will say is that Amon Ross St. Brown's numbers were really average until the fourth quarter last game. But that's every Lions game, Joe. Correct. So if you're taking that, you're saying that, okay, the Vikings are going to be up three scores and the Lions just go into that. I think it could be a little bit closer of a game. Um, I actually love Dalvin Cooks. What's his rushing numbers? Rushing numbers. 77 and a half. Very durable. Um, he's way overdue. Has not had a huge game rushing this year, and the Lions rush defense is He hasn't definitely... gotten over 40 yet, right? Uh, I think he had like 50. Maybe. No, I don't think he's gotten over 40. Really? Yeah. He's having a very bad year. And preseason, he was getting start. all the hype about how great he looked in his physical condition. So it's a little strange. Um, I know we knew do have a new player caller. Um, I would like the overs on both Dalvin and Justin Jefferson in this game. Cool. Well, I'm taking the over, the 52 and a half. I'm also going to take the Lions as one of my dogs. Next game up, we have the Eagles. The Eagles. At the Washington Commanders. Eagles coming off a huge Monday night game, looking like a goddamn Super Bowl team, getting a lot of respect by the books. Road favorite, six and a half points. Over-under on this is 47 and a half. Here's the thing. I don't think Washington is that bad. I don't either. But I would need like 20 points to bet against the Eagles right now. You thought they were that good? I was blown away. <laughs> like, so a long time ago, I had never seen the John Wick movies, right? So I go on a flight to Vegas. I watch John Wick 1. John Wick 2 on the way back. And I just remember being on the plane, like looking around in the aisles. Being like, is anybody else fucking watching this movie that I'm watching? Like, this is incredible. And that's how I felt watching the Eagles absolutely just toy with uh, the Vikings on Monday night. See, I was blown away as well. Not not as much as probably you watching John Wick. John Wick 2? Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> a you know. I, I just, AJ Brown on that team is a different factor. He's, he's a game changer. That being said, they have three running backs. Yeah. Four, if you include the quarterback. They have swag. They do. They have a ton of they confidence. Boxy. They got that attitude that they're going to win the whole fucking thing. I'll Not only that, the... their coach. Like, there were a couple times during the game where, like, most, the majority of coaches would have either punted or gone for a field goal. And he was like, why would I do that? I think I have the best team on offense by far. Yeah, let's go. Let's keep going for it. Coach Sirianni is another guy that I wish there was a camera on at all times. Him talking is hilarious. I never realized it until this week. Joe, you realize you look a lot like Coach Sirianni, right? You're just complimenting him. You look like goddamn identical twins. I felt like maybe you're just kind of on that wagon just because you look alike. You're like, I think Coach Sirianni's a good coach. I think we, uh, yeah. 
we share the the genius gene uh, as well because he looked like one on Monday night. So I'm going to ride with you. I don't like betting against home divisional dogs, but I think the Eagles are that good where they will cover. Yes. Um, the only thing I could say is maybe this over. You know, remember week one, Eagles, Lions, this 38-35. Eagles let off the gas a little bit. and I don't think the commanders have a good defense. And no. They don't have a good secondary or anything like that. So no. Could... I mean, the Eagles are scoring 30-plus in this game. Yeah. So basically, do you think the commanders can score 14 with like probably two or three quarters of garbage time? I think so. Wentz, uh, McLaurin, and uh, Jahan Dotson. Um, I really like this over a lot, actually. Yeah, dude, I don't blame you. That sounds good. I... Yeah, over sounds good. I'm probably just going to stick with my... Eagles pick just to kind of relish. You know what? Fuck it. Add the over to it. I'll put that bet in here in a second. Okay. Now, that should be a fun game. That should be the last of our noon. No, we got several fucking noon games. Oh, yeah. We got a whole slate. Next up, this team. Raiders. <laughs> one of these teams need to fucking win is what <laughs> this game is. It's got to be the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders are going into Tennessee. Tennessee is a one and a half point dog. Uh, obviously, really like the Raiders in this spot. I like uh, the Raiders. Titans. I think the Raiders were screwed out of a, a win. Titans are crumbling, and we are now going to see them start to chant for Malik Willis. Oh, it's, it's already happening. <laughs> they were, I think they were chanting from their ho- their homes in uh, in Nashville, uh, even though it was a road game last week. We'll have to do a goof and gamble a field trip to Nashville one of these days. One of my favorite places on earth. Oh, yeah. It, the fans are great, and yes, I could probably hear my house rumble here in Austin, Texas, for Malik Willis' chance. Yes, has to be happening. Uh, now, one thing I just find hilarious: we just talked about AJ Brown a little bit earlier. They thought they could easily just hey, we got Robert Woods, we can replace AJ Brown. What I've seen is that Robert Woods isn't the problem. No, it's not. He, but the, also, AJ Brown was so good that he made Tannehill look better. So, but it's very different. The AJ Brown that we're seeing is we're seeing him play more of a uh, Stefan Diggs type role, more of like every time there's a third down, I'm gonna look your way and you're gonna get open and do that. Versus he was just a big play guy, really, in the Titans. Yeah. Um, it was a very different usage. He was uh, your third and long. Okay, I'm just gonna see if AJ Brown can get open for a split second. And hit him. Correct. Oh, and and you know the goal line. He's, he's so yeah, big he's and physical. Such a big dude out there. Um. The Titans definitely don't have anybody like that anymore. They also just don't – people are not respecting Derrick Henry, um, which seems yeah, to be some evidence. That he's, he's a good running back. I'm not going to badmouth him. But at some point, you're getting older. You can't be 95% of the offense. That's going to wear and tear your body. You can't be as good as you once were. Correct, and right. it's been three straight seasons. Uh, he did have, you know, an injury last year. Um, he looks healthy-ish this year, but um, do you put him in the Hall of Fame? Derrick Henry, no, not yet. For what three years of fantasy? He had a two thousand yard single season year. I'm sure there's other people who have like two thousand yards. No. Really, that's a very so you get Joe. But you also got to remember we have an extra game. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He did that in 16 games. Okay. 
Well, I don't have an answer. All right. Um, anyway, he is, he's in the Hall of Fame of like, if I have a kid who's obsessed with football 20 years from now, I will tell them that there once was like a seven foot running back who was like 250 <laughs> pounds and just ran over people. Um, obviously, he's not seven foot, but he just looks it when you watch him run. He looks like he, he looks like he's taller than the offensive line. He's got the scariest like stiff arm, too. Like, I would, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna get dunked on. I, that, that, that's a poster in every kid's wall at that point. His stiff arms. Do you think you could stop Derrick Henry from getting from one end of your house to the other for a million dollars? Yes. Really? Million bucks? Million dollars? Can... <laughs> There's no way. Derrick Henry. Cheat my ass off. I'll trip him. I'll. I'll figure out a way. We used to have it could talk. be me and you both combined, and Derrick Henry's getting through us. I think we used to have this talk when I was like living in my apartment, stassing. Where I was like, okay. Million bucks on the line. You have to do an Oklahoma drill. Yeah, with Marshawn Lynch. You do it. Yes, and I just dive at their legs and yeah, that's make what the greatest, I'm saying. Like, dude, I could the greatest tackle. Derrick Henry. Well, that is still the risk because his like knee. If I hit the right angle as I'm diving down, like, I'm just I'm I die instantly. Million bucks, I'm taking a chance. Yeah, I might too. <laughs> this is why you know. <laughs> if if some weird hypothetical came, <laughs> we're degenerates. We take any chance for a million dollars. <laughs> Anyways, we're on the Raiders on this, right? Mm-hmm. Road favorites. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Raiders have been screwed out of a couple of games. They've been so close. This will be the week that they, they'll they get it done. Um, okay. I would actually be surprised if this is my survivor pick. This is a little risky, but I don't know if I want to take the Raiders in the next Correct. future of the season because you're going to go against the Chargers again, the Chiefs again. Okay. Chiefs twice. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my next, uh, the next game, which is my survivor pick, the uh, Houston Texans over the Bears. Um, I don't really have any reason other than I think the Texans are a little bit better than the Bears. So uh, we started the show. It's been about six weeks we've been doing this. Yeah, I said from day one, the Texans will beat the Bears in week three. Yes. All show long, this will be a Lovey Smith revenge game. I think we've been cursed ever since we fired Lovey. I uh, I just think they have more talent. As as bad as that as that sounds, probably. Let's, let's calm down, Jeff. They don't have more talent. Would you rather have Davis Mills or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Would you rather have their wide receivers or yours? Who? <laughs> who's that? Who's the receivers Here's on that? Thing. Wait, what wide receiver do you take off the Texans? Brandon Cooks. I'm okay without him. Nico Collins. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> He's not there anymore. But Will Fuller? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if Will Fuller's in the league either. I'm just saying. He's I, on the Dolphins. The Texans are just a better team. They're they as crazy as it sounds. It feels like they're a better organization right now. Yeah. We literally are waiting for our owner to die and our president to retire, which he was retiring this year. And then we're going to be all right. We this we the owner will die. She'll sell the team to somebody that wants to pay people money. Would you trade David Montgomery for Damian Pierce no. right right now today? No, I think David Montgomery is the Chicago Bears. We should honestly name the rename the team to the Chicago Monkeys. <laughs> 
<laughs> Remember last year, you refused to trade him for Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I still think Dalvin Cook's a bitch made cat. <laughs> How dare you? Dalvin, I think Dalvin Cook was the most overrated, overhyped pick I've ever seen in fantasy. I think you're several years. Oh, I thought you were going to say in like real NFL. Oh, in real NFL too. I think he's a bitch made cat. I think you're forgetting that Leonard Fournette was taken before him and had terrible years until recently. I'm not on the Leonard Fournette bandwagon. <laughs> I, I just don't think Dalvin Cook is a good – he was a great college running back. He's just not a good NFL running back. First of all, he was the greatest college running back of all time. Um, yeah, uh, I just – I don't know. I'm not even taking the points. Texans money line plus 122. Consider it a lock. Over under four and a half sacks for the Texans. I bet you they get three. Here's the only reason why I am not betting this over uh, because apparently the Bears only pass the ball like nine times a game. So it kind of doesn't matter whose wide receivers are better. We have like a Georgia Tech offense. Where, like we should, might as well just run the triple option. <laughs> like uh, really mix it up over there. If we're going to lose, let's lose with style. Okay. Um, all right, uh, next one, Bengals at the Jets. Uh, quite a few people. This has to be a get-right game for the Bengals. Bengals on the road at New York. Six-point favorite road favorites, over-unders 44.5. I think the Jets are better than people think they are, and I think the Bengals are worse than people think. So this game scares me. All right, so here's my take on this. The Jets are... As estimated, or over under, they're they're right where you think they are. Okay, they're they're they're, they're not over hyped. They're not under hyped. They're perfectly where you think the Jets should be. Okay, the Bengals, on the other hand, I think people have just figured out. Hey, have two people on both receivers and bull rush fucking Joe Burrow, and then you win football games. Yes, it's that simple. I know I'm not. I should be a head coach somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> that being said. Dude, I don't think the Jets' D is that good. I thought the Bengals' D would be a lot better, but they have not been good so far. Um, and, I mean, the Bengals' offensive line could be the worst one of the year, and that's a lot considering we just talked about the Bears' offensive line. Yep. Um, I think the Bengals are worse than the Bears. Yeah. We just from don't offensive have line, receivers. Yeah. We don't – I mean, I'd take David Montgomery over Joe Mixon, but – Offensive weapons from the Bengals, that being said, is way more talented than what the Bears have minus David Montgomery. Would you take Montgomery over Jonathan Taylor? See, now now we're actually having a full-blown conversation. I'm just just curious if there is a running back in the NFL who you would take. Probably him. I would say... Saquon? No. I'm not taking an injury-prone guy. Currently, at this moment, he's a bitch-made cat. <laughs> uh, he has proven me wrong the last two weeks. <laughs> He's gonna prove you wrong all year. Good, good. <laughs> I would love to get his career back in shit by just talking shit about him. Okay, love to be the reason. I uh, know. I, I think David Montgomery is the most underrated, not talked about running back in the NFL. There are running backs that are clearly better than him. I do think James Taylor or Jonathan Taylor, not James Taylor, James Taylor, <laughs> Jesus, Jonathan Taylor, pretty damn good. I'm trying to think of the other. Hell, healthy CMC, I'm taking that. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Bengals-Jets, it just makes me nervous. I probably will lean towards the Jets, and I hope the Bengals win. 
would be my uh, my guess, I guess, so to speak, for this game. Um, yeah, what did you guys decide on your Circa Millions yet? Yeah, I'll go through it real quick after these okay. picks. But that being said, I'm not taking either one of the spreads. I will take the um, Bengals at money line, and then I'll probably parlay them with another pick down the line. I'll parlay them with the Rams. And then just to kind of give you the exact odds on that, Bengals minus 260, Rams minus 194. Parlayed together, you get a plus 109. So I think that's a really safe parlay. That will probably be my play there with the Bengals if I had to take a bet. Okay. Um, next up, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and versus the Chargers. Uh, so – Home game for the Chargers, which means absolutely nothing. We might actually have to look this up because the Chargers were a seven-point favorite earlier. I think that Herbert is not playing. Good to know. That being said, take the Jags. I will take the Jags mainly because they're already at three and a half. Um, so yep. you don't even have to buy the points. Um, I'm a I'm a Chase Daniel believer. He's not a he's not a guy that's going to get you the cover. He's no. not going to break. He's not going to win the spread. I could see uh, Chargers 27-24 victory. Uh, I just I would lean towards the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm probably not going to bet. I can't bet this game, but that's this is going to be a big Eckler game. Eckler might throw a pass. This will be <laughs> this will be a big Eckler game. So if you have Eckler in any DFS lineups, anything like that, this is the game to do. Okay. So, yeah, I'm taking the Jaguars plus three and a half. Also, the forty-two and a half seems a little low. I don't yeah. You basically have two backup quarterbacks out there playing. Yes, but it feels like um it feels like a pickup basketball game, essentially, and it's like they're just gonna go out and score. All right. If they win, they win. If they don't You sold me. Love the analogy. Yeah, give me the over forty two and a half. Okay. Because I'm sure that probably drops significantly when they realize Chase Daniel will be the Yeah, I wonder uh we'll have to look up um and see if they've made an announcement yet on it. But, um, yeah, okay. Um, Falcons, Seahawks, yeesh. I, this is one game I probably don't care to really pay too much attention to. I'm taking the Falcons. And I'm I, taking the Falcons' money line. As a Kyle Pitts fantasy owner, I think I can't in good I conscience. I don't know why people drafted him. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know why you're bitching. He's the most consistent fantasy player of all time. Two receptions, 20 yards every game, no matter what. Yeah, you're right. Consistent. And you're bitching. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of people saying Kyle Pitts, he's going to be a- the greatest college athlete of all time. Dude, he's so. It's I like. Mean, and that's probably not his, his fault. College career was like 10 games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, expect a lot of Cordell Patterson or Daryl. Sorry. Cordero. You're going to see a lot of Falcons, Mariota. I. That's another team that should just run the triple option. I think I lean Seahawks in this one, but... We'll go against each other on that, because I think the Falcons flat out win, and they'll win it by a lot. I think the Geno's really? hype is over. Uh, I'm going to write him off so he doesn't have to write me back, whatever he needs to say there. I think that is over, and that's done. Interesting. Okay, I'm going the opposite. I think Mariota and the Falcons' season ends... <laughs> Basically, in week three. Cool. All right, next game. We are finally at the 
4.30 games. Holy hell. Yeah. Green Bay Packers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers is minus one and a half. The over-under is 41 and a half. Thoughts? Prayers? Give me the Packers. Really? Yes. Why? Um, Like, even against the Bears, they look like shit. I just think that this Tampa thing is going to be coming to a disaster end. Uh, And if that prediction, my preseason prediction of that being true, this is a game that they would lose. They really haven't looked that impressive. Neither has the Packers, though. No, but the Packers look better in week two than they did week one. Uh, more time with Rodgers. Are you saying the Packers look better against the Bears and the Bucks look against a divisional Saints team? Yeah, that game was just – that's a, a game I just throw out. I don't know. Just everything in my bones says that – uh, the Packers here on the road in Tampa. This is actually another game that could not happen as well. Very true. I mean, but we can move this one to Tuesday. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Hello, NFL. Move them to next Saturday, so the Packers have to play back to back. God, uh, I'm so sick and tired of seeing Aaron Rodgers on TV. Uh, I might be biased here, but I'm just going to take the safe play of playing the Bucks. Money line minus one sixteen, minus one fifty in some books. Not touching the points there, just keeping it as good as possible. I just think the Packers are not good. I think the Packers have a very good roster and they haven't put it together yet, but I think this is the game they do. That's so all right. Next game, Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Los Angeles Rams are the three and a half point road favorite over unders forty eight and a half. So this is a weird no, thing. Weird this game. is a rivalry between the coaches. Um, how many touchdowns do you think Coop, Cooper Cup gets this week? One. Just one? Just one. Okay. Um, the Cardinals D is bad. The Rams D isn't great. 48 and a half seems low for these two teams. Um, I don't know if there's a prop, but I do want to take whatever the sacks are on Kyler this weekend. I think he scrambles way too much. Let me let me try to rethink of what I'm trying to say here. He doesn't stay in the pocket, even though the pocket's fine. He just wants <laughs> to run around like a toddler. Well, he has to be able to see. That, <laughs> As Tua has told us, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I can't see you. You can't see me. Correct. Jesus Christ. Who hired these fucking quarterbacks? <laughs> Who thought that drafting these four-foot-tall quarterbacks was a good idea? Um, I don't know. Yeah, the flag football offense that Arizona is running is not going well. Um, that being said, this is kind of a, a, a big game for them. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier. I don't like it, but I might lean towards the Cardinals plus three and a half. Yeah, and that's a divisional home dog. That's a good trend to stick with. They typically win. I think they're around 66-70% of the time they do cover. Um, I can see the Rams winning by three. Is... Yeah, it might be a field goal by a gay kicker. Yeah. Not that he's gay. I'm sorry. Mad gay. Mad gay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've already put him in my parlay with the Bengals-Rams part money line parlay. Okay. To make it plus 110. Uh, I feel good with that. I'm just keeping it as is. Uh, next game. Let's ride over to the Broncos 49ers. Uh, I will be riding. I don't know why, but I can't help myself. I'm riding with the Broncos again. See, Joe. All right. 
San Francisco is going to be the road favorite at one and a half points going into Denver. That's okay. High. Does he altitude the anything fuck him up? I get it. Over on this, though, is interesting. Over at 43 and a half. I see this being a high scoring game. Uh, I see Jimmy G and the boys fucking some shit up this weekend. I think they came in and, you know, he, he gave them fresh life and obviously they were able to, uh, to look pretty good in that game. I think Denver is going to get, is another team much like the Packers. That's going to get, keep getting better week after week. Denver was one of my um, personal favorites for the Super Bowl this year. And in order to get to that level, they Do have you to start. still think they're Super Bowl? No. Okay. But only because I've seen their coach. <laughs> I hadn't seen their coach, to be fair. Yeah, but- fucking Hackett is terrible. <laughs> and did you see that? We probably talked about it before. But the crowd is out there chanting down the score or the the clock. To so help with the home team. Out. Yeah, to help out. Phenomenal. Talk about a 12th man. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, Russ just brings the 12th man. Um, I don't know. I can't quit Russ. I can't. I quit on him last year, and I won't go back. <laughs> he's he's like borderline Jameis, but in a different way. No. He's, he's a Kanye, you know? He's the, like, okay, let's, without dogging Jameis, he is, if there was a TV show with Jameis and Russell Wilson, it would be called Heaven and Hell. You okay. got Russ wearing the angel wings on one shoulder. You got Jameis doing the other thing with the devil. Whoa, why can't it be the opposite? People don't like Russ. Russ is basically Black Tim Tebow. No. Probably not as obnoxious. Uh, but he's up there. Okay, from a religious standpoint only, yeah. Yes. I would thank God, too, if I was getting $250 million <laughs> every fucking day. I don't know. I It's plus one and a half. I lean towards um, the Broncos on this one. So on the fucking 49ers, I'm on the 49ers over. The, this game's over. Hmm. Team totals. I feel like someone once told me all the public action and all that stuff makes them nervous. Uh, is that? Let's see. Holy hell. <laughs> 87%. Yeah, it looks like a lot of the sharp. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 75% of the tickets are on the 49ers, 87% of the money. Jeez, that's like one of the biggest ones we have. I think the biggest lopsided bet, oh shit, it's the Falcons. 96%? But I wonder if that's what the three and a half were up at. Give me, is something up with the Seahawks to lose three and a half points towards a pick No, I think it was flat out. That's how many people started betting on the Falcons at three and a half. For why? <laughs> I can find out. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Maybe Mike Vick's coming back and he's going to play for the Falcons. That would be, be awesome. I miss Mike Vick. I know that's probably not a popular thing to say, but... He, he you're, tra- you're talking about the football player, not the he person. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, well, last two games. we Well, actually, no, last game. game. Yeah. That was the Sunday night game. We have the Monday night football game. Now, Monday night football is really fucking weird. Um, every... I. I feel like the fix is in every single Monday night football game. That being said, Dallas Cowboys going to the New York Giants. Giants are a one-point favorite. Damn near a pick them earlier. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what to believe on the Cooper Rush stuff because I didn't watch too much of the game. Cooper um, Rush looked good. He looked like a, just a simple game manager. 
Um, I had to pick between Game of Thrones or Cowboys Bengals, and like I looked at what was happening in the game, and I go, "Let's just watch Game of Thrones." <laughs> you need two TVs, Joe. I do need two TVs. I mean, this one I kind of want to stay with, but since we are a gambling show, this is Monday Night Football. Give me the over. I'm good with the over. That's a very low total, thirty nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Giants. Oof. I think uh, I'm not sure if you heard Jerry's comments this week. It's he's already owner of the year, <laughs> but him saying yes, I hope we have quarterback controversy. That means we're winning. He you would fucking idiot. walk home from New York if he thought it meant people thought Cooper Rush was as good as Dak Prescott. And then did you for everybody? Honestly. Did you notice that Dak was back at practice the next day? Running through all the motions and trying to act like he's like a week from, away from being back. He, it's very interesting. It's got to be such a toxic place to work. <laughs> yeah, true. Like I'm thinking about like my job, and my job's great. I don't have to deal with this. And I'm thinking about these football players paying a million dollars. Some of them going to be like, I don't have to deal with this shit. I want to get traded. I want to go anywhere yep. fucking else. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I really don't know who's going to win this one. I guess I Dallas's D has looked good. Micah Parsons is my defense player of the year. I'm, I'm going back and forth on this. Micah Parsons is definitely going to force a sack fumble. Sack fumble? Do you think uh, maybe a little prop as a defensive touchdown? No, he's going to he's going to cause cause it. He's going to cause a touchdown. Um, so yeah, defensive touchdown. Oh, I think you meant him specifically. No, not specifically. Him specifically. That's no, no, no. Um. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a good chance of a defensive touchdown. I'll actually throw out a lottery ticket on Monday, and if we win, we'll give something away. Okay. My first touchdown score will be a Cowboy defensive touchdown. Well, uh, I mean, it could be a Giants one, too. You never know. Um, they've got some good players on D, too. So. With that being um, said, uh, I'm, I'm going back and forth. I think Michael Parsons is a real deal, dude. Will it let you pick... Does it make you pick the team? Because usually they'll let you pick either team. It's not even an option. Oh, Giants defense right there, 35. Cowboys, 37. The Giants have a better odds. I wonder if they're assuming that the Cowboys get the ball first, because that's what that basically screams at me. Either way, take them, and you're basically getting 34. Take them both, and you're getting 34 to one there. But um, Okay. Cool. Well, I think that's pretty much uh, the full slate of games. Um, maybe if you listen to this tonight, and hopefully we get it out in time, uh, take a Yankees money line parlay with an Aaron Judge home run. Uh, I, tonight? I think tonight will be the night. The reason why is because it's on Apple TV, and I love that majority of the country can't watch it. <laughs> I find that fucking hilarious that they won't have this on regular Fox or just primetime game. So, yeah, I'm taking a Yankees-Judge parlay. Let me get you the odds on that. That's my real MLB pick, other than I'm fucking the over the MLB. Until playoffs start, I'm not going to fucking touch another MLB game. We're 12. It does feel a little bit like, um, you know how people are saying that Pujols is getting pitches perfect, purposely thrown to him? He almost had one last night. Uh, it kind of feels like we're reaching that territory with Judge, um, just because... Especially like the Red Sox aren't in playoffs, right? So who yeah, cares? They're officially eliminated. 
So who cares if he throws a fastball to Aaron Judge and, you know. Yeah, uh, plus 255 is that same game parlay with the New York Yankees to win Moneyline and Aaron Judge. They hit a home run. Definitely throw a little unit on there. I think tonight's night. We got Dick Hill on the mound. Okay. Judge will take him deep. Uh, Take the over in this game. Garrett Cole's been absolute shit, too. Uh, Maybe a Rafi total bases. But other than that, I got nothing to give to the people. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, No. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Um, Hit us up on Twitter at Goofs and Gambles. Make sure to uh, follow us on Spotify, all the different uh, outlets, and uh, tell it to your friends. Uh, We appreciate it. We will see you uh, either late Sunday night or Monday. So thank you, guys. Hey, appreciate y'all. Have a good weekend.